all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. Now the forecast for Greenville today, temperatures not nearly as hot as they have been in the upper 80s. The forecast high and again with the north breeze kicking in at about 10 to 15 miles per hour, the humidity lower as well. Now tonight the temperatures will drop into the low 60s, sunny and 88 on Saturday. I'm David Maddox for MPB. From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedy for Women, the show all about addressing issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. I'm Karen Brown with Dr. Michelle Owens, specialist in maternal fetal medicine and OBGYN at UMMC, and surgical pathologist Dr. Allie Brown. Today, how do you relax, de-stress, decompress? Does stress contribute to health problems? Does excess stress cause chemical changes in your body? We invite you to call in with your questions or share the ways that you relax and de-stress. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING, 1-877-672-7464, or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. We're talking relaxation right after news from NPR on MPB Think Radio. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lori London. As Tropical Storm Hermine moves north, parts of South Carolina are expected to get up to eight inches of rain. Alexandra Olgin of South Carolina Public Radio reports. City workers in Charleston are pushing debris from drains to keep the sewers clear and ready to handle the water. Charleston Mayor John Tecklenburg says he expects rain and wind this afternoon, but is optimistic the storm will pass by the weekend. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we're going to have a beautiful weekend. You'll be able to go to the beach and have some fun. But for the next 24 hours, let's uh, stay put, batten down the hatches, and everybody please be safe. The Charleston area is under a tornado watch until early evening, and the National Weather Service is warning about rip currents on the beaches. For NPR News, I'm Alexandra Olgan in Charleston, South Carolina. Emergency officials in Florida are beginning cleanup efforts after the state's first hurricane in more than a decade. But member station uh, WFSU's Nick Evans reports there's concern over more than just downed power lines and flooded streets. Florida's governor, Rick Scott, is encouraging people to clear out standing water to fight Zika. Mosquitoes breed in water, and for months the state's been working to tamp down the virus. Now, with flooding up and down the Gulf Coast, the governor and the health department are concerned the disease could spread. Florida officials say the Zika virus has turned up in three groups of mosquitoes trapped in Miami Beach for the first time in the continental U.S. The Commission on Presidential Debates has just announced the 2016 debate moderators. The first one on Monday, September 26th at Hofstra University will be moderated by NBC Nightly News anchor Lester Holt. The second for the top of the ticket will be ABC's Martha Raddatz and CNN's Anderson Cooper for a town hall-style debate in St. Louis. And the third and final debate on October 19th will be moderated by Fox News Sunday's Chris Wallace. 
in Las Vegas, Nevada. The month of August had another month of modest job gains. The Labor Department says 150,000, 51,000 jobs were added last month, and the unemployment rate remained at 4.9 percent. NPR's Yuki Noguchi has more. The numbers showed little movement in either direction for the month. Hiring was a bit less than anticipated, with continuing losses in manufacturing, mining, and construction. Hiring was most robust in the food services business, social assistance, as well as professional and technical services. Earnings also did not move much. Workers earned only marginally more, with an increase of a tenth of a percent. The overall picture, in terms of the percentage of people engaged in the workforce and the number of people working part-time for economic reasons, also remains steady. Yuki Noguchi, NPR News, Washington. This is NPR. The just-launched Galaxy Note 7 smartphone is being pulled off the shelves. Samsung Electronics is recalling the phone after finding some of the batteries can explode or catch fire. The smartphones are being pulled in 10 countries, including the U.S. The con- company says customers who just purchased the Note 7s will be able to get new ones in about two weeks. The Scottish National Party will conduct a mass survey this fall to see if citizens want to split from the United Kingdom following June's Brexit vote. NPR's Frank Langfitt reports from London that most Scots do not want to leave the EU. The party plans to interview or survey at least two million of Scotland's more than five million people. Nicola Sturgeon, leader of the Scottish Parliament, says it's worth revisiting the question of independence after the Brexit referendum. Do we control our own destiny as a country? Or will we always be at the mercy of decisions taken elsewhere? I suspect support for independence will be even higher if it becomes clear that it is the best or the only way to protect our interests. Scottish independence could be a hard sell. In 2014, an independence referendum failed, and going it alone won't be any easier now. Scotland faces a big budget deficit. Frank Langford, NPR News, London. If you're feeling sad and nostalgic about the death of Gene Wilder, you'll have a chance to revisit some of his most beloved films. AMC Theaters is bringing Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Blazing Saddles back to 55 theaters across the country this weekend. I'm Lori London, NPR News, in Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Carbonite, an automatic cloud backup service for protecting and recovering digital photos, documents, and other files from anywhere. Learn more at Carbonite.com. And the National Endowment for the Arts. Art works. Catch up on past episodes and hear any of the MPB programs you've missed on the MPB Public Radio app. Available on iTunes and Google Play. Listen live to MPB Think Radio and MPB Music Radio. Search MPB Public Radio. This is Mississippi Public Broadcasting. I'm Terry Gross. Listen to Fresh Air weekdays at three on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. We're glad to take your calls at one eight seven seven MPB Ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can always email your comments and questions to women at mpbonline dot org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome to Southern Remedy for Women. I'm Karen Brown here with Dr. Michelle Owens. 
who is a specialist in maternal fetal medicine and OBGYN at UMMC, and surgical pathologist Dr. Allie Brown. Today, how do you relax, de-stress, decompress? Does stress contribute to health problems? Does excess stress cause chemical changes in your body? We invite you to call in with your questions or and or share ways that you relax. How do you decompress? Call 1-877-MPB-RING, 1-877-672-7464, or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. And before we get started with de-stressing, we have to acknowledge and congratulate Dr. Michelle Owens, because Governor Phil Bryant has nominated her to serve on the Mississippi State Board of Medical Licensure. It's a big deal. Congratulations, oh, Dr. Owens. I'm blushing. Representing the female awesome. physicians especially. Thank Come on you. now. I now love t- it. Tell our listeners what that means. What do you do on that board? So, um, so yeah, so the State Board of Medical Licensure is the entity which, you know, Grants. We oversee the um, granting of licenses to um, healthcare providers to to physicians. Um, we also um, work with um, helping physicians to maintain their ability to uh, continue to practice. Um, medicine in uh, Mississippi. That's kind of like the primary duty. And there are several other um, smaller responsibilities, not necessarily smaller, but several other responsibilities. But that's kind of the thing that I think most people kind of identify with. So if you think, for example, a physician, so everybody who practices medicine in Mississippi has to be licensed in order to do that. Um, So it's kind of a credentialing body so that we um, are able to certify that all of the people who practice medicine in Mississippi um, have met certain requirements with respect to, like, you know, their training and um, and also that they are doing continuing medical education so that they are continuing to have a a lifelong learning process that they're going through, et cetera. So you can also take away a license, can't you? So, so yes, that would be um, one of the other things that sometimes licensing boards have to do. Um, there's, you know, there's a grievance process where complaints and those kinds of things can be filed. And so um, we also have the opportunity to be a part of that as well. Um, so, yeah, so I am so deeply honored um, and I'm, I'm thankful to Governor Bryant for considering me for doing this, um, to my colleagues at uh, the State Medical Association who, um, who voted for me to be amongst the people who were given to the governor for consideration. I think um, I'm just so grateful to all of them and um, to my patients and my family and, you know, my colleagues and my friends who've all been so supportive when the information was um, made public. It's just been overwhelming. <laughs> your um, Facebook page is, oh my is gosh. Just picture and story after one after another. After yeah, every, another. yeah, I've been tagged like a million times. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my gosh, another tag. But I mean, but it and I think that kind of speaks a lot to um to the difference in, that social media can make, because um, that that news has kind of been picked up and shared with so many people, like by the nurses that I work with and physicians that I work with and friends and, you know, people from the community. And I've just it's been such a an overwhelmingly positive response from so many people. And, you know, you can't help but feel really good about that. And it's just um yeah, I'm just really grateful and so thankful to everyone. Let me just, to clear up any confusion, that 
you haven't been appointed, you've been nominated, even though you start serving immediately, you have to be approved by the state Senate, oh, yes. which is not going to be any Correct. kind of problem. It is, yeah, it's, well, we hope. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, it is a, a process, it's a, a government appointment, and so as a result, it does have to be ratified by the Senate, and um, so there will be a process that goes uh, that actually takes place, but since the legislature is not in session because it's an appointment, I can serve in the interim until um, the time when that process occurs. So, um, really excited, and um, it's yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, we already have a phone call about <laughs> relaxation. Oh wow! Jim is calling in from Jackson. Jim, how do you relax? Well, first of all, congratulations, Doctor Owen. That's a great appointment, and uh, I know you'll serve well. But. Thank the way you. my wife and I relax is by walking in the evening, and we find it's a great opportunity for conversation, and the exercise uh, just uh, tends to make all the concerns and worries of the day disappear. So, Jim, before you go, real quick, I have a question that I wanted to ask you. So, you, um, how long have you and your wife been uh, been married? Uh, we've been married for get this right. Years. <laughs> okay, forty three. Yes. And how long have you guys taken walks together? Well, primarily the last uh, 13 years since I retired from the military. Wonderful. And do you do you believe that, um, the, so we're talking about things that people do to relax and de-stress. Um, have you also, do you feel like that has helped to strengthen your relationship? Uh, by all means it has. Uh, and, and it's uh, allowed us to converse, too, in a way that we're not around a television or social media or a computer or even uh, other people. So it's just a great time to be together get to get some exercise and to unwind also wonderful well thank you so much for sharing and thank you for your service congratulations thanks thank you jim that is so awesome i just think that's you know the what concept, a great way to start the show exactly and how you can and the concept of we're talking about ways to de-stress or relax and it doesn't always mean that you have to get away from right. everyone that there are ways that you can do things that involve people that are important to you, you know, whether it's friends, family, your significant other. And, you know, we're talking about things that people do for de-stress and we talking, we're going to talk a little bit about stress and how that influences your health. But I think this, the concept of like overall wellness and, you know, doing things that are good for your body, but also it, it's how great is it when those things are also good for your soul? You I'm know? dragging I my like husband to, out tonight. I like to walk. If you're too. listening, watch out. I don't have a husband, so I walk with a dog. <laughs> That's great too. <laughs> and I get to talk as much as I want because he doesn't. He just he listens. listens. The happy. Just He's a good along. listener. Back to the phones. We say good morning to Mikey calling from Mobile. Hi, Mikey. Hey, good morning. Oh, you guys, um, you gals. What am I saying here? Um, obviously. Um, discombobulated um uh, please tell me that we're not going to lose the doctor for this show dr owens yes, simply because Mikey. she has gotten the very deserved esteemed appointment no mikey i it is my hope and my full intention that i will still continue to be a part of this show i think the folks at mpb are gonna have to like run me away from this chair and this microphone because i really enjoy being able to interact with you guys and and to talk to you weekly um and i really enjoy uh, having you guys call in and share your stories with me this is such an important part of like my existence and my identity now that i would well, really obviously. hope that they wouldn't make me change my mind on that or, or at least have to choose <laughs> 
obviously because you put up with me. Um, <laughs> now, but uh, I want to say my uh, on the on topic actually this time. Um, uh, there are, in the morning, I do before I get up, even though my dogs are harassing me. I like do some stretches, you know, like you know, turn a little ankle, turn a little wrist, you know, like whatever feels like it needs to be stretched out because I'm doing some heavy-duty hard work right now. And I'm an, okay, I'm an old gal. What can I say? You know, it's like, um, I ain't 18. I'm not even, uh, it, yeah, okay, never mind about all that. Uh, so but, um, stretching is your is one of the ways that you de-stress? Stretching in the morning. In the morning. Starting your day. For the hard stuff that I need to do. Now, the hard stuff that I'm talking about is uh, pulling up 80 to 100 yards of wisteria roots. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, so it's it's gardening um, or just lawn work? This is uh, trying to keep the building from um, being inhabited by termites. I gotcha. <laughs> well, keep on with the good work and the stretching. And Mikey, thank you so much for calling. I we love need it. to take She's our first my, break already. One and of then, my homegirls. Yeah, Alabama thing there. After my we old come back, girls, not my new home. Girls. After we come back, <laughs> you're going to tell us about why it's important to to relax and de-stress. Yeah, what's it all for? Yeah, what's it all for? What's it all about, Alfie? How <laughs> what is it good you? for? If you'd like to call 1-877-MPB-RING, 1-877-672-7464, or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back on Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. Support for MPB comes from the University of Mississippi Museum, presenting The Beautiful Mysterious, The Extraordinary Gaze of William Eggleston, beginning September 13th. An exhibit of both color and black and white Eggleston photographs. Details at museum.olemiss.edu. For a quarter century, Highway 61 has given Mississippians a personalized tour of America's music from deep within the very place it was born. This week on Highway 61, we're featuring the songster tradition, including many non-blues songs cut by pioneer blues recording artists. Join me, Scott Beretta, for Highway 61, Saturday night at 10, only on MPB Think Radio. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. You're listening to Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. We're glad to take your calls at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can always email your comments and questions to women at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. We're back on Southern Remedy for Women talking about de-stressing. 
how to relax and why it's important. And that's what we're going to talk about now before we go to our next phone call. Why it's important to de-stress. Dr. Michelle Owens and Dr. Allie Brown are the experts. I just, you know, answered the phones. I'm Karen Brown. So she makes it sound so good. <laughs> yeah, we're experts. <laughs> okay. This is kind of a silly day already. Dr. <laughs> Owens, why is it important that we... I mean, what happens if we're not relaxing, if we're, if we're really tense and feeling stressed out? Well, I, ultimately... Um, Stress has a negative impact on our overall health, Um, you know, and it manifests itself in many different ways. Um, It can manifest itself through um, through emotional problems, people not dealing with stress. It can create emotional problems um, and affect our overall mental health and and wellness. Um, But there are also some more um, visible Things that can be seen are some effects of not handling stress. So it increases the risk of cardiovascular disease and cardiovascular events. And we know that those are um, huge contributors to um, just general mortality deaths. People ultimately can die from not um, handling uh, stress appropriately or not having a way to really blow off steam or to decompress. It can manifest itself as high blood pressure. It can manifest itself as um, headaches. It can manifest itself by giving you chest pain even. I mean, there are so many different ways. Um, Over the long haul, chronic stress um, has also been suggested as um, an important player in um, in death. So people may we may assume that people that deaths that are attributed to other things could actually be from um, chronic stress or that con- chronic stress is a contributor. Um, we also have seen uh, where people can have um, weight gain and other manifestations um, from not controlling stress appropriately. And so chronic stress can lead to um, high levels of uh, cortisol, which is a hormone that our body secretes that has um, an effect on how we metabolize things so we can lay down fat in different ways or in different places. Um, And it also, as I mentioned before, can have effects on blood pressure and other kinds of things. So um, it's really a big deal. We think of, you know, we just, I guess people have a tendency to focus more on um, other diagnoses and maybe they worry more about other environmental things. But I think it's really important for us to focus in on and prioritize relieving the stresses that we experience in our lives because all of us experience stresses of some type. And some degree of stress is not only normal but pretty much necessary. Um, But it's only when we have excessive amounts of stress um, or when we have um, a very poor response to stress that we create circumstances that can really hinder our health. And it even affect our ability to continue to live. Well, Ed, you've been waiting patiently on the phone from Starkville, and I understand you have, or you want to share a way that you relax. Yes, I uh, took up swimming last summer. My wife died last summer after a 25-year battle with multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. So my level of stress changed, and I knew I had to make some changes. And I took up uh, swimming at my gym here in Starville, and I found that to be wonderful relaxation as well as exercise. 
Absolutely. That's great. I know, Karen, you swim. Yeah, right? I had that on my list. Yeah. I and like to go underwater and just stay under there as long as I can because yeah, it just quiet. feels good. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm sorry to have heard about your, your wife's demise, and I hope that, you know, you through swimming and other relief of stress have been able to find some measure of peace. Um, I think it's really important uh, to think about the stresses. When we talk about everybody having some kind of stress, um, what you describe uh, as a caregiver, because, um, you know, for our listening audience, people with multiple sclerosis, um, oftentimes, especially at, toward the end of their um, their disease process, um they have a lot of problems with being able to, in many instances, just do normal things day to day. And so they usually require a lot of assistance and help. And many people actually still require help and care long before they actually succumb. So um, the the stress for the individual who's going through it, so if you have a health problem, it can be stressful to you, but also the stress for the caregiver And that's a very interesting and difficult position to be in because it's hard to see someone that you love suffer um, and you really want to help them. And at times they may be very receptive to that help. And at other times they may feel guilty or or struggle with receiving that help in a positive way. And the other thing is that sometimes it it wears on you emotionally and it also can wear on you physically um, when you talk about having to sometimes lift or turn a family member. And this is something that has happened so many times, even in my own family, um, as we have shared in end of life issues with beloved family members. That can be very difficult. And in many instances, the caregiver can be very conflicted because of the the need for relief and but it's hard to ask for it and it's hard to you feel somewhat guilty maybe to step away or to take the time that you need but one thing that I think is really important for people to hear is that if you are rendering care to another person or even just what you do in your day-to-day life it's really important for you to take the time to deal with your stresses and to nourish yourself because you can't be the best you for them if you don't take that little time to re- renew yourself and to replenish yourself, it's almost as if we none of us would get into a car and drive a car and never put gas back in the car. I mean, there's only so far you're going to go. And then there will be a point where the car is either not going to go any further or you're going to have to put gas in it. And I feel like very much our our inner selves, our bodies are very much that same way. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that with us. And swimming is wonderful. Um, it's a great exercise. It's even wonderful for pregnant women. There are very few people who are told not to swim. Um, so for people who have problems with their joints and, you know, for people who can, who are, are more mature, um, they also can benefit from swimming in water activities. And do you swim laps? I mean, are you swimming hard? Uh, or are you... Okay, I spend 30 to 45 minutes in the pool uh, several days a week, and sometimes I swim laps, and sometimes I just walk up and down, but I keep moving uh, the whole time. And then sometimes I slip over to the hot tub and just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, that. and then I do use the... Uh, the uh, you know, the weight machines and the elliptical over in the main gym several days a week uh, as well. But that was useful to me during my caregiving time. And I agree with everything the doctor said about caregiving, except that I will add, as a caregiver, 
it's much more difficult to implement that than most people ever realize. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Well, thank you all. Take care, Ed. Thank you. Let me give the phone number out, 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or send an email to women at mpbonline.org. You now, know, you both made your lists yeah. of what you do to relax. Yeah, it, Ed made a, a really good point at the end there, though. And I think sometimes, I, I do think the listening audience should hear this. We sit here at this at this um, at these desks and talk about these things, but I do want everyone to recognize that we realize that sometimes saying it is a whole lot easier than putting it into practice. Um, and almost always, probably, oh, absolutely, right? right? I mean, it's it's just like when I talk to my patients about stop stop smoking, or um, even for people who are dealing with substance abuse issues, and and how to to decide to do something that they can clearly see is is hurting them, hurting their bodies, and also hurting the people around them. Um, it's very easy to sit and point and say, "Oh, you should just do." Um, I recognize that some of these things are very difficult, but hopefully. The information that you gain here can give you some of the reasons why it's really important. Um, and in many instances, we hope it's at least the thing that can kind of help to motivate you, even on those times when, oh, I'm, I'm, don't really want to roll out of bed or it's rainy in the morning and you don't want to go out for the run or you don't want to do whatever it is that you have to do. I mean, we all have things that we're challenged to do that we don't necessarily enjoy, but we really must. And so hopefully by talking about these things and why they're important, it gives people the motivation to continue to do it or to push on even when it gets really hard. Um, and uh, especially when we have those caregiver talks, because I know how difficult that can be. But it's so important to be renewed as you are taking on those responsibilities just you know, to be the best you for the people around you. So, Dr. Brown. Dr. Brown, you start with your list. I'm letting you go first. Oh, we're just, are we going to do one at a time? And I bet you exercise is on there. Yeah, you can't do them all at once. It is. I love to exercise. But the thing that's been great is that for the callers who called in up to this point, most people have given some, I mean, it's been some kind of physical activity or exercise. Um, So I think that, you know, that's kind of the spoiler alert that we know that the people in the listening audience have probably already figured that out. But I think talking about the different kinds might also Mm -hmm. be that's also helpful. All right, before you give your list, let me do the number one more time. If you want to call in with how you relax, you have a recommendation, or you have a question um, about, you know, the, when are you relaxing too much, or the means, you know, if you're drinking a bottle of wine at night to relax, maybe that's not the best thing. Is that thing. wrong? We're, <laughs> I know like, that's on her list. No. I'm, and, and we're even going to get a special treat, because our producer, Jay White, is going to share at least one or two methods that he uses to relax because he is one of the most relaxed guys that's true that I very know. laid back Indeed. all right the number Hakuna to call Matata. jay or us one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four or send an email to women at mpbonline.org i feel like richard dawson name something you do <laughs> to relax or unwind survey says <laughs> Dr. Brown, top five. go ahead. Top five. Well, number one on my list was exercise. I sort of feel like I should almost not do that one, but I'll be more specific. Yes. I love group fitness and it's like a fellowship with, so it's combining like friends 
and working in a team and motivation and even more than exercising, I love to teach group fitness. I taught a class last night and I always tell my members, this is one of the best hours of my day and I mean it. Um, it, it just... On she likes standing I, at the front screaming at people <laughs> while they're like in agony. Trying be, to t- I'm in agony too. I'm doing it too. And try and inspire them to push harder and do better. And it inspires me to push harder and do better. Well, and, and you're then focusing I feel on good. something else other than the things that stress you out. Drill Sergeant. It's, it's for one right. hour. It's in, you know, we, we tell our members this for one hour, you're in here doing something good for yourself and you can lock everything outside of the world and just do this and be here together and do this together. So that's number one on my list would be um, group fitness. Awesome. <gasps> I love it. Yeah. Number one on the survey. <laughs> What's one. next? Um, so for me, um, I have, um, so I'm looking at my list. I didn't list them in order. Uh, for me, it's another one is music. Um, so whether it's listening to music or singing or, um, even, you know, playing musical instruments, play musical instruments or dancing. Um, yeah, that too. Dancing too, which is actually kind of a form of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, though that is something that is kind of relaxing to me. And there are times when I use music to, um, kind of help with my like emotional well-being too like i if i'm feeling down i'll pick some upbeat or happy music or you know when i'm feeling really super powerful and wonderful i'll play my theme song or yeah everybody should have a theme song i'm not gonna tell you i have one but it's bad (laughs) so you know play your theme song or that music like when i'm in the when i'm in the gym which unfortunately I don't get to do very often, but when I'm working out, like, you know, you have that music that you use in the gym that really kind of gets you pumped. And the music that you use in your group fitness, the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're not like, it's not Swan Lake. Oh, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with Swan Lake. And there's a, it's a wonderful piece of music. And there are times when that's, that's great. It's not for the group fitness class, right? So I think using music and, and whether it's music with lyrics or music without lyrics, um, to have either someone's emotions that are exhibited in, in music that also kind of reflect how you feel at the moment or even using that to kind of change your perspective or your feelings. I, I think just all of read, I just wonderful. read a study that said, or a, a result of a study that listening to sad music to really sad songs will actually make you feel happier. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes like yeah. to have a good cry or whatever. Uh, what's, what are the lyrics? Sad songs say so much. Oh my goodness! All right, yeah. we're, we're going to Sounds move on. <laughs> our own Desiree Fraser, our own MPB reporter Desiree Fraser, is on the phone. Awesome. Hi, Desiree. Hi, I'm driving, so I'm just going to ask a question and listen to you. But what about for people who, like for me, um, find it hard to wind down? It's like your brain is constantly going. And when you try to relax, you start thinking about things that you ought to be doing, could be doing. I have Good this question. affliction, Desiree. Oh, my gosh. I, too, Constantly suffer from this. On. Right, I'm going to yes. hang up so you can drive and listen. Thanks, Desiree. Okay, thank you. Leave it to the reporter to ask us a question. It's our show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she always asks good questions. I know she does. Yeah. So I think this is a doing? very common thing, especially yes. in women. Uh, that you're multitasking, constantly thinking of a million different things in your head, and it's hard to get that to stop. 
And it's hard to actually set aside time in your day to just be still and try to clear your mind. But that, I think, is the... And I actually have been going to like a coach to help me with this mindfulness who I'd like to have on the show eventually from the Mindfulness Center, I think it's called. But um, it's like meditation, right? Trying to just be still. It's okay. She has me starting with like just a three-minute increment a day, just trying to be quiet and you know, rest and breathe and things like that. And I think that's something that's really, really effective. So, yeah. And, you know, it's funny. Um, my so so this is one of the things that I think that um, my husband does really well. And I learned this from him because I'd never seen anybody do this before we got married. But my husband is a decompressor. And so he comes in and when he comes in, he has this a little thing that he does that allows him to kind of put off whatever he's done during the day and to make that distinct separation compartmentalize yeah yeah. and so to make that transition from the work person to you know home and to leave those things and he does it so well and i you know at first i was kind of like what in the world is going on what does he do well i can't tell all the family secrets but he he has an ability to um he has this like process that he undergoes where he actually um decompresses he has a decompressing time and That's awesome. um, i think it's fantastic and and it's amazing because there's a way you know and we struggle i think many of us struggle with bringing work home and checking the email and right? all of that you know and to be able to put that off or to separate that from the thing that and i think it's a whole process of coming into your home which is supposed to be your safe haven and an oasis if you will um where you can be at peace and replenish yourself and this oh, is whose home is like that look I, look and i was <laughs> just about to home? say i was just about to say and i can say that with three children five and under in our home it's total chaos but it doesn't but it, there's a way that you can walk into that and not feel that way about it, or at least not be dragging with you all of the issues and concerns and worries and troubles of the things that happened the prior eight hours. Um, but I do, I struggle with that. And I've talked about potentially learning how to meditate. That's something that I struggle with because I'm the person once I close my eyes and I try to sit still and then I think I start opening my eyes or I'm looking to the side or I'm like, so what am I supposed to be thinking about? And then I'm like, what am I going to, what are we going to have for dinner? Or then I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I have to do next week? Or what do I have to do this afternoon? Or I really wonder what my kids are doing. Like it's, it's this constant state of just random distraction and it's very important. I've heard people talk about this, and, and I've read a lot on this mindfulness concept and movement. I'm just trying to incorporate it. Thanks very much, Ed, for that point. Harder to put into practice. But um, just to where you can be in the moment, and that that moment in and of itself is something that you will not have again, and how you can appreciate that moment and just being present and to take the time to think about things that you don't think about. Think about the the beating of your heart. Think about the breath that you're taking in. Are you breathing deeply? If you're not, take a couple of deep breaths. Notice how different that is, how it makes you feel. Um, listen to the silence. And if there's not any, 
make some. But what if you <laughs> get underwater? What if you have to go to bed? You lie down and you're supposed to go to sleep because you need a good night's sleep, but everything bombards you as you're lying there. That's when you exercise your mindfulness, right? You start thinking about taking deep breaths and concentrating on bringing in air and releasing the things that are flooding your mind. And one of the things that we do in in the yoga class that I sometimes attend when I'm lucky enough to have time to go, um, one of the things that we do at the end, which I find exceptionally helpful and is also something when I've seen yoga targeted for certain aspects of your life, yoga targeted to sleep, they talk about you being able to do this in the bed, but it's where you basically lie flat and you kind of let your body go limp. And you try to consciously relax every muscle in your body. And it's almost as if you feel yourself, depending on what you're laying on, sinking into the mat or sinking into the bed or the mattress or what have you, as though there is nothing between you, like you and that mattress or that mat become one. And you just allow yourself to not have any tension and you just listen to the sound of your breath, you know, take some deep breaths feel the beat of your heart, those kinds of things. And I found that to be really helpful. I mean, and and at least if I have to get up and then go grocery shopping or something else, like I feel so relaxed after that. Um, but you can also employ those kinds of techniques um, even at bedtime. I'm so relaxed now I forgot to take a break. We need to take a break. <laughs> I'm like 10 minutes behind here. So we're going to take a break and be back shortly. If you'd like to give us a call, the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Isn't this the world's greatest hero? This is. It is. We'll be I right back. I love that show. <laughs> oh, it's Jay White's Jay's theme, song. theme song. The greatest American hero. Love it. That's a great theme song. We will return. The conventions are over, candidates have been nominated, and with less than three months to Election Day. You don't know what's going to happen between now and then, but we'll be here to help you understand it. Listen every day. Weekdays at 4 on MPB Think Radio. Catch up on past episodes and hear any of the MPB programs you've missed on the MPB Public Radio app. Available on iTunes and Google Play. Listen live to MPB Think Radio and MPB Music Radio. Search MPB Public Radio. This is Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Your favorite MPB Think Radio shows are now available on your favorite podcast app. So open that app and subscribe to any local program you love, like Everyday Tech. Android does have the most delicious operating system, I find. Jelly, jelly bean. The Gestalt Gardener. What's up? What you got going on? And of course, MPB's Season Pass with myself, Sam Wells, and Jay White. Those my guys, man. So what are you waiting for? Go search and subscribe today. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. You're listening to Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. We're glad to take your calls at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can always email your comments and questions to women at mpbonline.org. 
This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. We are back on Southern Remedy for Women talking about relaxing, how to relax. And Linda has been waiting on the phone. She's calling from Port Gibson. Linda, do you have a way you relax? Yes. Uh, my way of relaxing is by uh, I read and sometimes I I do photo restoration. Sometimes I go on the computer and design my photo collages the way I want to. And then if I'm upset about something, my best way to really unwind is to just walk. I just walk, just walk about two or three, oh, maybe four blocks and just listen to the sounds. And uh, I don't take a radio or tape player or anything. I just walk and until I feel better. And listen to nature sounds. Then. See, that's another. And my say Linda sounds walking. really relaxed. And it sounds like it sounds like you're very mindful. Like you're exercising that mindfulness. You know? And I also uh, walk. The better I like for if it's a light drizzle or light rain. It's just something about walking in that rain and thinking. You know, just listening to the rhythm of that falling rain. I like- I love that. Did somebody write a song like that? I like Listen that. to the yeah, old song, but yeah, that's what I like to do. Just walk in the light rain. I'm relaxed just thinking about that. That's it awesome. Does. You know, people use like different types of um, sounds, yeah, whether they're sound nature machine. sounds or whatever. Yeah, and so one of them is the sound of rain, whether it's thunderstorms or you can choose showers. Oh yeah, yeah. we have a metal roof, and I just love the sound of a. Rain on a metal yeah. roof sounds good. Thank, Thank you, Linda. That Thank sounds that. great. Absolutely. All right, we have a great email here from Liz. When I was a stay-at-home mom to relieve stress, I would make an escape plan. I would think about what would relax me when my husband came home and could take over childcare. Maybe going to the movies, getting a treat to eat, or going to a bookstore. Just the planning of the escape would calm me down. So by the time he came home, I didn't have to enact my plan to feel better. Oh, so she didn't even actually do it. She just she had a plan. Wow. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'll take it a step further and do it. How about go to the bathroom by yourself? I mean, when you're home with little kids, I mean, anything. Hello. Can you just anything. like, so the new concept that we're learning in my house is privacy. Privacy, yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yes. After having the third person barge through the door when you're like, have, and when you're in, on, in the bathroom and you're like, um, so... So mommy needs privacy. And so they'll say, get out of there. Shut the door. She needs her privacy. You're like, exactly. There you go. Great. But I think that's nice. The concept of, so first, I think it all starts, right? The journey of a thousand steps starts with one. It's, or even a thousand miles. Um, is the concept of first of all planning the getaway, even if you can't take it, Surrounding and now. thinking about, <laughs> and thinking about the things that you'd like to do. Um, because I think sometimes we don't even, stop to think about what we'd like to do we get so caught up in what we Just have not to. this well we <laughs> right. get so caught up in what we have to do right um there's so many responsibilities and and the world just is moving so fast, and there's so much information. Well, when you're a mother, I mean, you're, you put your kids first. You always put your kids before yourself, and you feel guilty, or at least I think some people feel guilty, if you do take time for yourself. 
because but, you're so tied into being a mother and taking care of the children yeah, all the time. But you know, I think so. I think that women um, in general struggle with that because whether it is um, as a mother and putting your children first, or as a wife and putting your husband first, or as a daughter and caring for your um, parents, or as a sister and the responsibilities you have there, or as a as as a best friend and being there for your girlfriends or whomever. I think that we um, struggle a lot with our place in the order um, of our lives. And I think that for many women who may wear multiple hats or even for those who only wear a few, um, there are very few of us who, when you look at, the way that we live our lives, when you actually look at the actions that we undertake, there are very few of us that take a stance or that put ourselves at the top of the list. Well, that brings up something on my list, I have to say, okay. because it's that same guilty feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, I like to watch garbage television, right? I like to watch... Is that gar- your guilty... Thank you. Anything on Bravo, I will watch it. And I will watch oh. it over and over. But I don't really have time to do that, right? Because I'm putting my kids... I have things you going on. I work and have kids. Everybody's wife loves it. The real housewives the husbands, are everywhere. The everywhere, husbands exactly. like it too. Let's not lie, guys. But what I do is I DVR them and I watch them while I iron. I do that with Days of Our Lives. Right. So I'm combining something that I have to do with something I like to do at the same time, and then I feel less guilty about it, right? And maybe oh. even throw in a glass of wine if it's after 10.30 a.m. <laughs> so it, it's combining things that I like <laughs> with something I have to do. I like that. It's yeah. very nice. And then you don't even think about it because you're so involved with what's so going see, on. So see, now yes. you have said yin that. Yang. Now see, now I feel very much the same about, um, about my, the next thing on my list, which is... Um, Getting a massage. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I know. Um, so, and so I like to, so I think about the whole combining, like I like to have chocolate covered strawberries while I get a massage. Um, and so you think about the things you have to do, you got to eat. And so, <laughs> along with what you like to do, you I get a massage. I have a massage on here, but here's the thing, because I don't have anybody at home to give me a massage. I go what to the mall. What about the dog? Listen, I, stop <laughs> I go to the mall and they have massage chairs there. Oh. And I put $5 in and it's not like one of a vibrating chair or something. It's actually it actually has these, you know, chairs yeah, yeah. things, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. I mean, it's really good. And so I put I put $5 in and it's 15 minutes. Wow. There you go. And, and you it can feels just go so to, good afterwards. Or like you see them at the airport, or you, you know. Or you can just go to idea. Brookstone. Well, they, you know, they have the, they have like chain massage, massage parlors now. Like I know, uh, uh, not, oh, yeah. not, you know, picking one out in particular, but I think there's a thing called Massage Envy that has a bunch of franchises in oh, the Jackson yeah. area. Really? Yeah. I mean, you can set up, know. I mean, you could do one or you could set, you could become like a member and set up monthly payments. You know, and it's just like, um, it sounds like time. drive time. It's like you can set it up like, <laughs> you know, your Netflix account. And it's so much a month and it comes out and you buy so many each month and they accumulate. Uh, and oh, so, I'm going after that. Yeah, well, it, it, is, I mean, it is very good. It's super relaxing. And here's the thing. So there are all kinds of little best kept secrets, right? So that's something that you can do. You can do it that way. And the whole goal was to to make 
the um, the art of massage to be more available to to the public, right? And so that it doesn't have to be something that takes takes place in some uber swanky spa, but that um, there are spas that you know can that are that really can accommodate you know any person because the benefits of massage are not just you know related to just a certain select few they're not reserved for a certain select few and so um so places like the one that jay mentioned um have done a really good job about of increasing the availability another little um unknown secret or like well-kept secret in jackson is that if you go to like massage schools so you know like sometimes if you have places where people are training like if you go to cosmetology schools you can get your hair done at a reduced rate if you go to dental clinics you can get your teeth done at a reduced rate if they have trainees well massage schools if you have massage schools um, oftentimes they will have student clinics. And so you can go and get massages available to you at a reduced rate if they are performed by students who are going through that that program, that training program. So, I mean, there are lots of options that don't have to be very expensive that can still allow people to have um, access to the relaxation portion and sometimes even health benefits. We to need to get our last break massage. in. You still have a little bit of time to call if you have a, uh, a way that you relax you want to share with us. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring one 672 7464 I was going to suggest That's for laughter, Linda. laughter in the Rain with Neil Sedaka, but this is a good one. <laughs> We'll be right back on Southern Remedy for Women. And let me be alone again. The only girl I care about has gone away. Looking for a brand new start. But little does she know that when she left that day, along with her she took my heart. MPB Think Radio is your voice for Mississippi. If you or your community has an event coming up and you'd like help spreading the word, send us an email You've got mail. to PSA at mpbonline.org. The middle class looks different depending on where in the country you live, how old you are, and what your race is. Being in the middle class, it gives you opportunity, but it doesn't give you immunity. And the further up you step, the harder it is to stay there. I'm Ari Shapiro, a slice of life in the black middle class, later on All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. You're listening to Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio. We're glad to take your calls at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can always email your comments and questions to women at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. back on Southern Remedy for Women. We're talking about how to relax. 
Like I feel songs like, I, like this. I feel like I'm riding in the back of my parents' Dodge Station Wagon in 1982. Oh my gosh, what's Dodge going on? This is exactly, exactly why. This is exactly why music is a form of relaxation. And you know why it takes you back a lot of times to another time when you were younger or whatever and you don't feel you know, and your memories are sweeter and yeah. and nicer. Because we were protected from the stresses of adulthood. Same. But not from car accidents by that back windshield. That's right. Oh, gee. How are you go and okay. take it? Nice well, that's moment. what Jay would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did it. I have been a warrior all my life. Me it's too. something that just... I, do you me. believe I, that you were wired that way? Were you yes, that way when you were younger? Yes, I think so. And then, and in fact, I've made it my New Year's resolution every year to consciously not worry. And it, and and one year it went to like March, and it was great. And then wow. I like, couldn't. I couldn't. March like March of the same year. Yeah, like, like January, like February, March. Months? Yeah, okay. that was pretty good. Well, but yes. I also, whenever I get, yeah, when I get worried, I get very stressed out. So I have to keep telling myself. I'm not making any improvements by worrying. Correct. I can't change the outcome. That's right. And that's what someone gave me some great advice the other day about worrying and those negative voices in your head and whatnot. And it's like they may not go away, but hopefully you'll be able to roll them off your back more easily. So, you know, to concentrate on how you react to those stresses and those worries, you know, is something to work on. But I think, yeah, that it's hard to to learn how to change your reaction to a situation. I think you, the concept of that, that takes a lot of conscious effort. Um, And there's not really a whole lot of in the moment assistance that you get with that. Like you have to step back. You have to do that, that step back from it, take a deep breath and remind yourself or refocus in order to be able to do that. Um, which is definitely um, challenging, but it can be a huge benefit, not only to your emotional state, but also physically if you're actually able to do it. Um, So for those people who are able to, in those most um, strenuous moments or most strenuous of times, to be able to just take a step back and um, realize, you know, put things in perspective um, and recognize that in some instances, while we don't have the capabilities to really alter um, what happens to us, how we respond to it is entirely within our oh, control. And that right. I think the whole concept of I, because when Karen talked about that, I said, oh, is that really about the lack of control that we have to acknowledge and accept that pro- might not really set well with us or be a comfortable space, which might help to perpetuate the concept of worry? But at the same time, just recognizing that your control can come in on the side of how am I going to respond to this right. so that so that it's a positive thing or as positive as it can be. I try to have this mantra like um, if I'm worried about something that might happen or even something that's inevitably going to happen, I, I I say I'm not going to waste time worrying about this now mm-hmm. when that has not happened. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to waste good the good right. moments right. I'm having dwelling on something I cannot change. Cross the bridge. I try to do that to too. It yeah. doesn't always work, but yeah, I that's certainly true. try. <laughs> and now we're out of time. Oh, no. well, it's the end of the show. So everyone, go have a relaxing lunch. Go iron. 
go iron and Swim, watch housewives run. of wherever. There will be rain at some point. Yes, yeah. there will. Walk in it. Go ahead and walk. walk in it. Southern Remedy for Women is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio. It's funded in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and by generous support from the members of the Foundation for Public Broadcasting in Mississippi. Today's show is engineered by Jay White. He was also a commentator today and music master. That's awesome. Music master. Our call screener is Liz Gill. For Dr. Michelle Owens, for Dr. Allie Brown, I'm Karen Brown. Join us next Friday at 11 for Southern Remedy for Women and keep listening. NPR's Here and Now is next on MPB Think Radio. 